1: That's 800-760-1845.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Main- And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. It is all over just oh right there. Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
3: Don't work in Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Of course, you can also check out the WBC's website at wbcboxings.com. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also in a four-time Golden Glove champion, of course, and an award-winning writer. But this morning, we're going to talk boxing for one hour live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Straight up, this is your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA, for an hour, live, of course, today on the radio. Straight up, we have open phone lines all around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or join us on the toll-free text line. You can text us here in the studio at 415-275-1613. That's 415 415-275- 275 one six one three. Well, of course, big fights tonight. Roman Gonzalez, of course, gonna hook it up with Juan Estrada, a big rematch at one hundred and fifteen pounds. But the guy that's sort of out of the picture at one hundred fifteen, one hundred and fifteen pounds is Wizakel Wangek. Of course he was a winner last night just a couple hours ago in his native uh Thailand. Fifty and uh, 50 wins, five draw, five losses and one draw. Of course, he was a two point loser to Estrada a couple of years ago at the forum, but he beat Chocolito not once, but twice. Straight up a very good fighter, no doubt about that. But 115 pounds, of course. Then you've got the, 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 the nightmare, the Japanese nightmare, Mr. Inouye. So 115 sort of looks hot. We'll talk about that. And of course, David Benavides, former WBC middleweight champion, super middleweight champion. He'll be on, uh, Showtime tonight. We'll talk about that in depth with the WBC President, I'm talking about Mauricio Suleiman. That and more on Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
4: I'm you say, you even thinking about time? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays a fool sometimes.
2: Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant.
0: Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are.
2: This has been the Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019.
5: Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
2: It's time for some straight talk. Look, we all know the sound... It happens. Your phone. You fumble it, crack it, splash it. Well, Straight Talk Wireless's new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection that covers those kinds of mishaps. Just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and data, plus more features, like 20 gigs of hotspot and 100 gigs of cloud storage, all on the best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no
1: compromise. See mobile protect terms and conditions at assuring.com slash straight talk. Limitations and exclusions apply. You love your dog. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World
2: Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline.
3: Don for America, Pedro. Sports Byline. Hey, baby. My man, DK, Don King, of course, going to celebrate his 90th birthday in August. Wow, 90 years, of course. Me and DK go back to 1988. I remember he called me on the phone. I ripped him. I ripped the, I mean, I ripped him in the boxing trade paper. Just ripped him apart. Just ripped him apart. Anyway, so he had his vice president, a guy by the name of Al Braverman. He was calling me on the phone. I kept hanging up on him. Kept hanging up on him. So anyway, one day the phone rings and the guy says, is this Pedro? I said, yeah. He goes, this is Don King. (laughs) Yeah, right. He goes, listen this is Don King I want to talk to you blah 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 anyway from that date I think it was in July or August of 1988 up until now we've had a pretty good relationship he's only screamed at me once um and I've screamed back at him so the bottom line is we're sort of even on that one with the bottom line is his uh daughter debbie debbie king of course is talking about putting dkp back together putting she's she's got the training camp in Orwell Ohio together and she's putting some fighters on uh on paper and things like that so it looks like Don King productions may have a a, uh, or, or may come back to life. Who knows? Anyway, bottom line is, let's talk about tonight's fight. Of course, the fight I'm looking forward to is David Benavidez. Of course, he's 23, 23 and zip now, 20 KOs, the former WBC champion at 168 pounds, not once, I think, but twice. His last fight, of course, stopping Anthony Durrell, uh that was in 2019, a long time ago. Bottom line is, of course, he's going to take on Ronald Ellis. Ellis is 18-1 with a couple of draws and 19 KOs, of course. He backed into this fight with a freak uh, knockout. Of of course, Matt Korbev, who came in at 28-2, left at 28-3, sprained his ankle, something like that. Bottom line is, this is the fight at 168 pounds tonight that I think you should keep your eye on. Because should Benavidez win here, and I think he's like a 15 or 20-1 to under uh, favorite, the bottom line is he should win. And should he win... He probably should take on Dremel Charlo, the WBC 160-pound champion. Maybe they can meet at a catchweight fight at 165. In other words, one of these guys got to step up and fight Canelo next. That's what it boils down to. This is the Canelo fight for possibly maybe for November. Of course, Canelo says he's going to fight four times this year. He's already fought once. He's got three more fights on tap. We'll see what happens with that. But the bottom line is Benavidez, 23-0. I really – he was – listen – he was as high on the uh potential ladder as you can put somebody until he ran into a guy by the name of <laughs> cocaine. And when you run into Colombian dust, bad things happen to you. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, bottom line is we're looking for bigger and better than him bigger and better things out of him, twenty three and 20 KOs of course, taking on Donald Ronald Ellis tonight, and that'll be on showtime. Now also a women's fight. WBC, WB all kinds of different belts on the tie on the line. Anyway, Cecilia Breakers, remember her? We used to talk about her a bit. She was thirty six and zero. She was like running over all these girls with nine knockouts. I mean, she just running over girls. It wasn't even close. She'd have a fight, It'd be like ten zip, ten zip, ten zip, ten zip, or twelve or whatever. And the bottom line is, she didn't lose too many rounds. Jessica McCaskill, this marketing girl, that's nine and two with three knockouts out of the Midwest. I think she's out of Chicago. She comes in and she upsets her. And I mean, she upset to the point where. She upset her. I mean, there was just no doubt about it. One judge called it even, but the other judge, I think, had seven to three in rounds for McCaskill. Of course, now a break is Cecilia. Break is 36-1. She thinks she can come back. She says the other girl's not in her league. Well, the other girl already beat you once, so how can she not be in your league anyway? Of course, the pound-for-pound women's king, or queen, per se. I shouldn't say they get that right. 154-pound champion. Clarissa Shield was an unbeaten winner, of course, last week. We're going to say shut out again. She's going to MMA in summertime. We'll see what happens with that. Brandon Lee was a winner last week. He's now 22 and 0 with 20 KOs. Don't be too impressed over that knockout and three over Samuel Tia, 17, 4 1 with seven KOs. I just wasn't. Bottom line is we'll see what happens with that. Of course, uh (laughs) having a blast here. I got a couple a couple of texts here that I probably can't read on the air, but of course, boxing, rocking and rolling. You got ESPN, you've got Showtime, you've got the Zone, of course. And the Zone just had that that fight with the whimsical Wangkak. Of course, he's got two different names. This was sort of confuses confuses me about the guy from Thailand. He's got these two different names. It's Suraket Source, Rungasai, Rungasai, or Wengo wangasak I kid you not. It's one or the other. So he confuses you. These guys from Thailand, what they can do is they can they can sell their name. They can sell their name. um in other words, like, I'm going to put it this way. My name is Pedro Fernandez. If I want to box, I might be able to box as, like, Pedro UK Battery. If there was a, a company named UK Battery, I'd pick the sponsor's name. It might be Pedro UK Battery. Get some money out of it. Anyway, bottom line is that's what a lot of fighters from the uh, Asia are doing. Is Mauricio ready to rock? Okay, let's take it to, uh, I think, where are we today, Mauricio? Mauricio Sulaiman, the, the president of the World Boxing Council, joins us. Where are we today, sir? Where are you? I am in Mexico City, my dear Pedro. Okay, I thought you were going to make the. I thought you would be either be in Dallas or or somewhere else. But that's good. How's the weather in Mexico?
4: The weather is nice, but you know I had a flu. I have been all week with a flu, and uh I thought, you know, your mind plays games. I thought it was uh maybe the COVID thing. Thank God uh, the test came negative, and it was just a uh, throat and. Uh, knows, but I'm, I'm doing much better. I feel much better today and I'm ready to take my walk tomorrow morning as okay, usual. Okay.
3: You know, David Benavides, you, know, you know, I was very, very high on him, 23 and zip, 20 chaos. Has he got his act together, Mauricio? Absolutely. Yes. Um,
4: he was 19 years old when he conquered glory, becomes world champion. Money, fame and glory comes uh, along with temptations. This 19-year-old kid meets a girl, falls in love, and uh, she introduced him to recreational cocaine. The WBC has a clean boxing program. Uh, we did a random test on on him, and it came up positive for cocaine. So he did not cheat in a fight, but he did cheat in society and and as a representative of uh, as a world champion. So the WBC. Uh, sent him through a very thorough protocol of uh, help uh, with uh, with all types of support, you know, for anti-drugs, psychological. He moved from the town he was living in. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you today, he's as clean as anyone. He's as motivated as anyone regarding that problem. But then when he gets his title back, he... Uh, enters a pandemic. So he's uh, contracted to do a voluntary defense and uh, he cannot get the proper sparring, cannot get the proper training. The gymnasiums were closed, etc. Then he goes into a bubble in a hotel room where he can only train 40 minutes outside of his room uh, with limited uh, nutrition, you know, the food, no sauna, no nothing that he used to do to help him get to the weight and that's how he lost the title on the scale. I thought he was never gonna be able to come back to to this division, super middleweight, but uh we have followed for the last three months his weight for this fight. And yesterday he tipped up the scale 167 point two. And he looks great. So he should be back mentally and physically, morally
3: and uh All he wants to do is to recover his world championship. You know, you talked about rehab. It's hard to get guys into rehab. I mean, you catch guys and you say, you know, you got a little bit of a problem. I can straighten it out myself. Case in point, Alexis Arguello. I mean, you can go on and on. But David Benavidez stepped up to the plate and he caught him off guard. I think that's sort of cool that the WBC caught him off guard because, you know, it used to be back in the day, and I don't want to mention any names, but I know a lot of guys that would sm- would snort a lot of Colombian dust in between fights and, of course, be clean during fight time, but they weren't checked regularly. Now, I think that's that's pretty... Hot. So these random checks, so they, they, they happen, like, how often?
4: Well, it's a very expensive program because this is the World Boxing Council, 168 countries affiliated. So what we have with VADA... Is a monthly uh, monitoring. Uh, they have a random generator. Uh, names pop up and they perform random tests, unannounced tests to champions and top 15 ranked in every weight category. So we try to do as much tests as possible. We have contracts for fights that they do out of competition testing. But, uh if we were to have more institutions performing testing, uh, it would be a much better scenario. But uh, we do awareness programs. We do uh, a lot of different strategies to try to cover as much as possible. But uh, it, it will never be uh, uh, too much. you know. Uh, we always try to do the best program okay, as I, possible.
3: I got, a, I, got, I got a question for you. Is Victor Conti... Now, he was a guy that threw the 2000 Olympics for Marion Lewis and the runner and all that kind of good stuff. And, of course, he he supplied Shane Mosley with some steroids and things like that. Now he says he's a good guy. Can we believe him on that?
4: Well, Pedro, we, I I don't know, Victor Conte. I thought maybe you did. I know uh, we all deserve a a second opportunity in life. Uh, I don't know if he paid his dues. I don't know. I don't really know his story, but uh, once you have paid a consequence, then you should not be judged uh, by what happened in the past. Man. Of course, there will always be some uh, labeling on people, but uh, we all deserve, if you go to jail and you go out, you, you should be a
3: clean person that you are allowed to to live your life. The words and wisdom of Mauricio Sulaiman, WBC president. More with El Presidente after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV.
1: Ring Talk, live worldwide, brought to you by the WBC,
2: the World Boxing Council.
4: I hope that you understand that not one single person, not one single committee can do anything for boxing. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. (laughs)
3: Words of Don Jose Suleiman, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, you're inside, look into the world of boxing, a.k.a. WBC TV, of course, women in action, without a doubt. Last week it was Clarissa Shields, tonight it's uh, uh, Miss McCaskill, and of course, Jessica McCaskill and Cecilia Brakis. In a week from now, I think we've got another women's fight coming up, March twenty-fifth on NBC Sports Network. Amanda Serrano, Le Barico, of course, from uh, New York City, I believe, WC and WBO champion. Gonna defend a featherweight title against Denelia Bermuda. So Mauricio, women's boxing is rocking and rolling. Oh, it's it's huge. It's big. I'm so happy. The power of women is
4: is rising. Uh they are deser they deserve. There's so many opportunities they need to get. Uh, they need to get uh, better payment, better conditions, better opportunities. We have been working very hard in support of women's boxing for many years. And I, I'm very proud to see what is happening in 2021. Right. We had Clarissa Shields making history last week. Mm-hmm. We have this week, uh, McCaskill giving the rematch to to one of the greatest ever Um uh, Cecilia Brecos mm-hmm. and then we go to Puerto Rico on, uh, on the 25th for a sensational match with Serrano and uh, unification bout. I'm very very excited about it,
3: Mauricio. I'm sort of stunned here in the United States that it isn't a law that women get the same money as men for the same job. That just, I just, it's mind boggling.
4: Well, it, it's complicated. I mean, um, it is. But you, but it, you do. You do the same job, you should get the same check. Yeah, but you, in men, you do the same job if you fight a four-round, six-round, eight-round, ten-round.
3: No, no, I don't mean in boxing. I mean, I mean in actually in, in vocation. I mean in, in actual employment. Not in boxing, per se, just in actual employment. Correct, correct. Okay. All
4: right. Um, it, it's, a, it's a complicated matter, but we are very much far from where we were. And I am sure that women will continue to rise and will continue to have uh, greater
3: opportunities and greater pay. Okay. Now, tonight we've got Juan Estrada, 41 and 3, 28 uh, KOs, called WBC Champion 115 from Sonora, Mexico, taking on Chocolito Gonzalez, of course, 50 and 2, with 41 KLs coming to us from Nicaragua. Of course, we're going for the WBC 115 pound title. And this guy that keeps changing, he has two different names, he confuses me. One one time it's Wingasil, Wackack. Another time it's Soros something. The bottom line is he's got a couple of names, a kid from Thailand. But the bottom line is, are, are these guys going to fight the guy from Thailand next? Is that what's going to happen or what? Yes, yes. The winner must fight Sirsaket Sor Bisai.
4: Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the result from the great concept that Tom Loeffler begun, the mm-hmm. Superfly. Mm-hmm. He, has, he did many shows with HBO uh, having... Um, Room Beside, Chocolatito, Cuadras, Estrada, Arroyo. They did many fights in New York, in Los Angeles. And uh, this is the result. Now we have a rematch which has been uh, cooking for eight years.
3: And uh, it should be a sensational fight to- tonight. Mm-hmm. March 13th, 1993, You and your dad were there. I'm talking about maybe the greatest fight in the history of 108-pounders. Uh, Michael Carball got knocked down in round number two, round number five. He was ahead on points, and then he stopped it with one punch, knocking out uh, Humberto La Chiquita Gonzalez in round number seven with one punch. One second left to go and round number seven. Bang. Fight of the year, ring the magazine, fight of the year, round of the year. Holy cow, 1993. Hard to believe it was that long ago. Unbelievable. I was there
4: at the, I think it was the Hilton or Caesar's Palace. I don't remember. I think it was Hilton. Yeah, what a great, great fight. Oscar de la Hoya fought in that undercard.
3: Wow, and, uh, wow, you know, wow. So what's on your mind, President? Anything on your mind today you need to talk about? Well, I'm, I'm focused on,
4: on seeing how great boxing is doing right now. We began the year with a bang, with Ryan Garcia knocking out... Uh, Luke Campbell, Mm -hmm. then Verchelt had that great uh, knockout Mm. of, uh, I mean, Valdez over Verchelt. Then the great event in Miami Dolphin Stadium with Canelo conquering Latin America uh, this weekend. Uh, And next, what is coming up is is very good, is very encouraging. I am concerned we are doing a research on the fighters who have uh, contracted covid we have a set of studies that we are analyzing of uh, any uh, aftermath, you know, any mm-hmm. complications that a fighter might not feel in regular training, but when they go into the 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 round could be of effect. And these are studies that have to do with any complications on the brain and the heart of course, the lungs. And uh, we're just doing this. And there have been several fighters who, who had COVID, uh, like Berchelt, mm-hmm. like uh, Boc- Bocach, El Flaco, uh, Bokachik He just lost by knockout also in Puerto Rico. So we're looking into it. I, I am, I'm hoping that there, it's no relation whatsoever, uh, but we are uh, doing some research about this matter. Luke
3: Campbell said on the uh, said on British boxing news this week he's going to come back as a super middleweight. I, I'm, I, was, I thought that was a bit of a joke, but he was sort of serious about that. And a UFC fighter, I can't remember his name, I'm from Russia. Um, he had to he had to retire because the COVID damaged his lungs; he can't breathe anymore.
4: Yes, it's it's a, it's a world that uh, is different. We we don't know it. Uh, it's such a mystery. It can affect someone. Uh, it can kill someone, and then the next person might might have no no uh, symptoms. So, it's it's a complicated uh, world. But safety will have to be
3: always first, top priority. This week in Boxing History, March 17, 1990, Julio Cesar Chavez, 68-0, Meldrick Taylor going to that 12th round, just a few seconds left. Holy cow, Meldrick Taylor gets knocked down. Julio Cesar Chavez wins the fight. Still one of the most dramatic events in boxing history. I can remember that
4: as if it was yesterday. Uh, Two undefeated fighters, two champions putting it all. The speed and the power of Taylor and uh, the courage and the going forward and the heart-punching of Chavez. What a fight, and I still recognize and applaud Richard Steele for stopping the bout. One punch could have uh, could have had serious consequences. M- M- he has M- been criticized be- because of that stoppage. No,
3: no, Mauricio, here's what's up, though. I was there, and I was in the ninth row, and, and, and Meldrick had his back to me, and I was looking at Richard Steele. And Richard Steele's talking to him, and Meldrick's looking over at his corner. See, sometimes as an amateur, when you get knocked down, they tell you to look to your corner. When he was looking at his corner, and guess who was standing on the ring apron? Lou Duva. He was standing on the ring apron, waving his arms up and down, this kind of stuff. So Meldrick was looking at him and not paying attention to Richard Steele. So... And finally, I got Lou Duva to admit that about 15 years ago. Yeah, yo, know, you, I probably did distract him. Yeah, but Lou Duva <laughs> distracted Meldrick. I think that was the the the, the factor, and he couldn't respond.
4: Yeah, because uh, Steele asked him two, three times, "Are you all right? Yep. Are you okay?" With no response. So no he response to fight.
3: And, and you know what? He still gets he still gets ripped. Milton Richard Steele still gets ripped up over that on the internet almost all the time. And that is not fair. He was one of the greatest referees. <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay, in, um we'll hook it up. They'll be on tonight. It'll be on uh, Showtime. Dave Benavitas and Ronald Ellis, of course, and the WBC 115-pound title. Of course, Chocolito Gonzalez and Juan Estrada, that's on TV as well. You have a great day, sir. I wish you the very best. I hope you get better as far as the flu is concerned. And, of course, um, say hello to the family. Wish you the best, man. Thank you so much for all your support.
4: Thank you, Pedro. Great uh, weekend. Thank you so much,
3: and let's have a great Boxing Day. Thank you. Mauricio Suleiman on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV. After the break, we'll bring in, of course, the Boxing PhD. I'll talk about. Socrates Palmer. man, I've got a hard time with that guy's name. The guy from. He's got all these. He's got three names now. I mean, Mauricio had him at, with double S. Now he's got one name on. on uh, on. Uh, anyway, bottom line is three different names. I can't keep track of the guy. Wangasell, Wangasak, something like that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC, T- WBC TV. Open phone lines around the planet. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Of course, there's also. The Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line. The number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Live on twitch.tv. Oh, no. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name of the Obamacare, it would
2: pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. <laughs>
0: What's in-store this week at Staples? A big deal on ink. That's kind of a big deal. Staples has the technology, furniture, and supplies you need for a totally productive workspace. And right now, you can earn 25% back in Staples Rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $175 on toner. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery powered by Instacart. Ends 3 21 Limit 4 in-store and on Instacart only. Visit staplesconnect.com slash rewards for details. Instacart delivery subject to availability. Additional fees may apply. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now.
1: That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing
2: Council,
5: right here on Sports Byline. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town.
3: Mary Wells, the Queen of Soul, I had to be reminded to turn on my microphone right there, I'm sort of laughing at myself, I've only been doing this like 37, 38 years now, I can't even turn on the microphone at certain times, <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBCT, of course, WBCTV, I was talking about the fact this uh, song was cut in the, in the Motown Records, of course, Motown Records Studio in, in Detroit, and I've been in that place, if you get a chance to go to Detroit, please check out the Motown Museum, it is rocking and rolling, I mean that in real life. Um, on this day, March 13th, 1961, Floyd Patterson knocked out Ingemar Johansson, retained the World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, this was their, uh, their third fight, I believe. Yeah, they fought three times. That was his defensively. Uh, the Floyd's second run of champion, of course, was round of the year. The first round was round of the year. Floyd was down two times. Ingle was down once. Bottom line is Inglemore Hansen and Floyd Patterson rumbled on this day in 1961. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV. Time to bring in boxing's PhD. I might as well call him the
5: prophet. Socrates
3: Palmer, you got some big upset to pick this week or what? Uh,
5: thank you for the, uh, nice accolade. Uh, upset? No, I, I think we're, well, the one fight that everyone's anticipating this evening is of course Estrada and uh Roman Gonzalez, a.k.a. Chocolatito which is kind of like a pick-em fight, so I, I I wouldn't say I would be going out on a limb either way um, I'm leaning towards Estrada uh, I think that he may be of the two the hungrier and uh fresher of the two, now they're nowhere near where they probably were when they fought eight years ago, mm-hmm. you know. And um, they both have a lot of miles on them, as we know. Chuck Riddickito was stopped a couple of years ago, um, but he's bounced back. He looked great his last time out, but but but, but, I,
3: but he didn't but he didn't go after the guy that that stopped him at the same weight. I mean, sort of the guy's been sort of like. Estrada beat him by two points at the former about two years ago. Then they try to like forget about him. Okay. And I don't know what name you call him, but I call him wisakal Wangek. Um, uh, Mauricio right. called him something so, else. And there's so
5: yeah, these guys
3: got like 15 different names.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess it's part of that crew from Thailand. They all wear the, the yellow and red trunks. Uh, he, who actually fought last night. Yeah. He won. a busy fight and he won. Um, He's—he they say he's 35. He looked a little older, but you know he took care of a of a of a game countryman. You know and it was really you could tell it was just a a stay busy fight. And he's going to be probably the most intent uh, spectator, uh, at least on TV, mm-hmm. on the winner of this fight because he definitely deserves the winner. Uh, of this uh anticipated matchup today
3: yeah he stopped a guy by the name of ikawet Songsai, who was 50 and 8 now it's 50 and 8 of course that was last night in thailand his native thailand bottom line is benavidez in action tonight of course um we had so much hope for him Mauricio says he's clean as clean can be um if he is clean does he have the talent to rise to the top and make a competitive challenge against canelo first of all he would have to probably go through Jamel Charlo because Charlo and he are both promote, promoted by the same guy, and one's not going to get a shot at Canelo over the other, I think, without fighting each other. What do you think about that?
5: Uh, well, you know, assuming he takes care of business tonight, which I think everyone expects him to not have much of a hard time against Ronald Ellis, David Benavidez is the boogeyman in the division. You know, the guy's 6'1 and a half. he throws a million punches, if he does have a flaw is his footwork and when we talk about the cash cow in the division of course Canelo Alvarez Canelo's footwork has improved drastically over the years and his head movement greatly he could greatly and on top of that he's got dynamite in both fists so it's the the best fight that can be made for sure but they both have to kind of take care of business Canelo not so much you know, although he says he does want to unify, but I think David Benavidez to make him a viable and legitimate uh, uh, contender for Canelo's crown does need a marquee win, and I think against against Charlo, which is the fight that, the easiest that can be easily made. They both kind of said some things to each other on 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 uh, the famous uh, streets of social media now. And, uh, that's a fight that has, should happen definitely before, uh, he meets Canelo. And of course, Canelo has to take care of business with Billy Joe Saunders, uh, later in the summer.
3: Canelo's gonna fight three more times this year. That's what his schedule looks like. That's pretty good. Four times for the pound for pound king of boxing. I think it, it's indicative of the fact that he stays in shape 24-7. And, you know, I looked at, we're talking about Julio Cesar Chavez, of course, and, and, uh, and Meldrick Taylor hooking up in that great fight back in 1990 of course of that epic fight at the end of the 12th round but you know Julio Cesar Chavez wasn't quite how can i put this he wasn't he was 68 no but he wasn't uh, what's, what was the word i'm looking for anyway when i when i look at today's mexican superstars the fact that 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 Canelo's like totally dedicated to his game Chavez wasn't. Chavez had a coke problem, probably after that. Right, if he wasn't doing coke right then and there, he was doing it soon after the Meldrick Taylor fight. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah,
5: uh, you know what? In the eighties or the nineties, it it was the thing to do, I guess, when you're in the party scene. And and oh man, not me. Uh, no, not, not me either. <laughs> but you know, not at me. least you know. But then again, I, you know, I was in a a high profile celebrity athlete, and, and athletes it was crazy because Pernell Whitaker had said that he was doing below in Indian the Golden practice. gloves. He
3: was doing below in
5: the Golden in gloves. Olympics. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing because the legendary career that Chavez had, if, if, if he was even more dedicated to the sport, you know, how much greater could he have been? You know, probably not much. I think Chavez is just one of those guys that are naturally blessed fighters. Like Roberto Duran. As we know, he was a guy that Partied when he wasn't in the ring, but just one of those blessed, special, once in a lifetime type of fighters that come along, like Prunell Whitaker, that can get away with partying and still being the you know the best fighters that they could be.
3: Prunell, Julio, Hector Camacho—they all you they go. all got hooked yeah. on the on the Colombian dust.
5: Yes, yes, that, that's amazing. That, it was a thing in, in the eighties, you know. Um, but uh, some guys never recover. Some guys, you know, and. Don't know when to. There has to be an off and on switch, you know.
3: No, you and just I, listen. I, if you do cocaine, I think you need to do it like Keith Richards. I mean, the guy's still alive. <laughs> he's been doing cocaine like since he was eight. Okay, but he's still alive. And I think the secret he said was he does pharmaceutical cocaine only. I didn't know there was any, but pharmaceutical cocaine. cocaine. I take that back. I did know about it because I was in columbia in 2012 and these drug lords down there that had these fine fine women socrates said to me you want to go party with us we got some blow and i said no and they said we got some girls and i said no and they said we can we got both and i said no and the bottom line was i didn't want to get hooked up or compromised in in a foreign country
5: Smart move.
3: No, you know, th- move. things happen when you're in a foreign country. I mean, if you get drugged or something like that, end up on the internet. No, come on, man. Don't want that to happen to me. No, <laughs> no, that's
5: not a good looks. Not a good looks to catch a Mickey.
3: Okay, so we've got Amanda Serrano coming up pretty soon. You're not too impressed with her? Is she taking on a decent girl in this Daniela Bermudez? You know?
5: No, I, I am impressed by Amanda Serrano. Okay. Um, I, I just, uh, I mean she is a multi-time world champion however she fights at a weight class that it's night and day between her talent level and everybody else um you know it's, she's she's a someone who's another person dedicated to her craft she's always in shape she, her body's a million bucks um i think she's dabbled in mma um but you know she's going to continue to kind of just be in obscurity you know she's going to beat up these girls that are, that are not on the same talent level. Um, you mean actually, like Amanda,
3: like Amanda Nunez? She's well, smoking those it, girls in the she UFC. See,
5: now, see, that's a fight that biologically can make sense. Amanda Nunez and, and Amanda Serrano, they're about the same weight. You know, mm. will they happen? Mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, they, listen, but Amanda Nunez, though, I mean, let's face it. I mean, she's beaten the, bigger, the biggest names. In in women's MMA, I mean, she, Ronda Rousey and, and Cyborg, yeah, both but, kind of, you could say, past their prime, you know. But, I mean, beating Cyborg is like the equivalent of beating a man, no? Yeah,
3: but they made Cyborg like a week before, six days before the fight, they made her change camps from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. And she was cutting weight, coming down from 180, this and that. So they had her like, you know, when you're cutting weight, you're like taking... Uh, laxatives and doing all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. And she's doing this stuff in a car from Las Vegas to, to back to the forum. This next. So I think they sort of upset her week. And then when she can't, when she got knocked out and she did get knocked out, they cut her immediately. They offered her one fight and they said, take this one fight and then we'll set up the Amanda Nunes rematch. So she takes the one fight and then Dana White cuts her. I mean, there's no negotiation. Dana says, You're no longer with the company. You remind me of Wanderlei Silva in drag. Ouch. That's yeah, what he that said.
5: Was, uh, Dana, listen, Dana's a creep. That's. Wow. That, that's, I, then, I, I didn't know about that. That's and that's horrible. the
3: nicest thing I could say about Dana White.
5: <laughs> wow. I never knew that comment. Um, okay. Oh, here's, a, she, quick, here's uh, a quick. Here's
3: a quick. Luke Campbell coming back at 165 or 168. Do they have crack in England?
5: Coming. One sixty Luke no, Campbell?
3: That's what he said this week. I, I saw the exact quote from him coming back at 165. But do they have crack in it? I guess they do have crack in England because he's smoking it. Anyway, Ryan Garcia, <laughs> what's up next? for? We have a date yet for Ryan, what he's going to do next?
5: I, I don't know. I mean, they seem to think that at one point that Pacquiao fight was in the bag, but now they have to hit the reset button. Um, it seems that Devin Haney's going to fight Jorge Linares. Mm. I had thought that Linares and Ryan Garcia was going to be the next fight. Uh, I really don't know. I, obviously the Tank Davis fight is not going not going to happen no matter how many times Garcia calls his name out, you know, it's not they're not going to meet anytime soon. Uh, I'm sure they'll find somebody. I mean that that was going to make King Ryan look great. Okay, you so know, so Devin the, Haney's going to defend
3: too. Devin Haney's going to defend his email title.
5: He's going to defend his email title probably (laughs) against his first credible opponent.
3: Um, hey, I'm sorry. The kid's from San Francisco. I mean, he's 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 a local. He's a local fighter. He was born and raised here in the city by the bay. Him and his father, of course, both both local. But I just can't I just can't get on the groove with him. Especially after that last fight, of course, against the Cuban. He was supposed to come in and smoke the Cuban. It didn't happen that way. And of course, um he talked about being wanting to knock him down seven or eight times, doing better than other opponents that did. Never knocked him down once. So at the end of the day, I sort of he he lost a little luster with me.
5: I agree. I mean, he fought a guy that, um, you figure was tailor-made for him. Um, but I don't know, something about Gamboa, cause the same thing, same thing. Tank Davis couldn't take him out either, you know? So, and those are fights that everyone expected him to get blown out. And, and not that he was competitive, you know, but he's a veteran and I guess he knows how to survive. I mean, he's been fighting, oof, for about 25 years. He's probably been, was boxing longer than Devin Haney's been on this planet. No, so
3: real quick now how is um now since we can't you don't want us running Sebastian for president, this and that. Can you step in for governor of New York real quick? We I think we might need a governor.
5: (laughs) You know what? His chances are pretty good at this point. Yes. (laughs) All the best.
3: Give your wife my best, okay?
5: Definitely, sir. I appreciate your time. Love you. Have a great weekend.
3: The one the only boxing's true PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer, the prophet on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Back with some odds after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, XM Satellite Radio Channel, 217.
0: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness.
1: 485-6003-800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290.
2: Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council.
3: And I like this song, Mighty Tower of Power, 2008. These boys can harmonize, no doubt about that. Last week, UFC rocking and rolling in Las Vegas, Jan Blakovich defended the 205-pound championship, light heavyweight title against Israel Adesana. Undefeated come in was Israel. Of course, he fights at 185 pounds. These were 205 pounds. It was a unanimous nod across the board. And the uh aforementioned Amanda Nunes was a winner. She took out Megan Anderson with a submission in the very first round. Triangle armbar, 203 in. And in the Bantamweight title fight, Alamon Sterling defeated Peter Yan with an illegal knee. He was disqualified. Mr. Yan was in the third round. Now, of course, the odds are tonight's fights. Well, not all that close. Bottom line is Chocolito... <clears throat> Is a two to one underdog against Juan Francisco Estrada. Actually, it's minus one ninety plus one sixty. You want to bet Gonzalez? You get plus one sixty. You want to bet Estrada? It's minus one ninety. Bottom minus. That's about a two to one underdog. Uh, Looking at the David Benavidez versus Ronald Ellis. Of course, that's going to be on Showtime. Wow, that's not not even close as far as odds are concerned. One odds maker has it minus fourteen hundred. Another odds uh, odds maker has it minus three thousand. Another one has it minus twenty five hundred. So the best price you can get on Benavides. Is minus 1429. And if you want to bet on Ellis, the best price you can get is plus 1200 or, uh, plus 600 is what the, uh, is what opening is calling it. Bavada's got it minus 3000 for Benavides and plus 1100 for Ronald Ellis. Bottom line is, that looks like a one sided route. So that won't be too competitive. Will Mr. Benavidez be able to shine? This is his moment. If he doesn't, shame on him. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. The USC goes tonight with a USC event, of course, from Las Vegas as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Of course, we're putting this TV production together for the Sports Byline USA channel, of course, live on Twitch TV, 24-7. You can check out our broadcast. We hope to continue to bring you live video broadcasts and, of course, live audio broadcasts for the years to come. Bottom line is I've been doing this 37, make that 38-plus years now, and I'm still knocking out all bums. Thank you so much for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV.